Welcome to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. Good morning, I'm Jim Taddy. This is the first of three matches today. Kicking us off first from Group F, Hungary looking for their first win of the tournament, taking on France. So we take you now to Pushkash Arena in Budapest with the call from BBC. Here's Mark Scott and Dion Dublin. Kleinheischler and Nago with Soloy and Scholoy leading the line for them. As for France, we think it'll be Lloris in goal, Dina Kimpembe, Varane and Pavard at the back, Rabiot, Conte, Pogba in midfield with Mbappe, Benzema and Griezmann, the front three. Gorgeous conditions in Budapest, the pearl of the Danube as it's known and Hungary's newest stadium which uh, was opened back in November 2019, built on the site of the old stadium, which was also named after the legendary Ferenc Puskas, is packed to the rafters as Hungary get the game underway, up against another of the heavyweights in this group, Group F, which was always going to be a tough task for them. But, Dil, we saw in the game against uh, Portugal that they can make it difficult for the big guns. Yeah, and they don't mind getting into the faces of the big guns as well. They will definitely, definitely give this a go. I think their biggest problem is out of possession, just making sure they don't switch off, making sure that your partnerships work straight away in regards left back and left side centre half. Don't leave any gaps for the French quality to find because they'll find them and they'll hurt you. Hungary on the attack early on then. They have it on the left side with Fiola, who's played it down the line nicely for the run of Schaefer. He's gone over, wanting a free kick, remonstrating with our referee today, who will be familiar to fans of the Premier League. It's Michael Oliver, who is actually taking part in his first senior major tournament, assisted by Stuart Burt and Simon Bennett, while Chris Kavanagh has the uh, VAR responsibilities this afternoon and the first decision he gives is a free kick for France in their right back area yeah it was uh, on uh, Pavard down the right hand side slightly high boot in that right back area about 10 yards away from the corner flag Luis has got the free kick and he's pumped it upfield so France have it in centre field they're likely to have a lot more of the ball than they did against Germany Germany had more possession in that French victory given to them by that Mats Hummel's own goal, but they were certainly the uh, better side as Luca Digne has it just inside his own half, ushers it all the way back to Presnel Kimpembe who squares it to Raphael Varane. And uh, the early indications are that it is that 4-3-3. Yeah, I don't think they'll, uh, I don't think they'll change their starting positions. France is working for them. They are intelligent, so I wouldn't get too hung up on that one. They'll move around a lot. Well, we will keep an eye on uh, just how the fatigue looks for both sets of players because it is a scorching afternoon in Budapest. 30 degrees, the sunshine beating down on the vast majority of the playing surface as well. And Hugo Lloris and uh, Rafael Varane both said it would be a factor today and it would also be a factor when it came to communication. Hugo Lloris saying that he's not had an issue communicating with the players further up the pitch during the Premier League this season but it's going to be a, a factor for him to try and bark out some instructions <laughs> given the capacity crowd today. Absolutely and they are making a noise you know there's lots of jumping you can we're getting shots of the players here but in the background you can see fans just jumping flags are waving red everywhere the atmosphere must be electric certainly the liveliest venue at Euro 
2020 and they're looking to try and capitalise on it, the Hungarians. Otela Fiola has it on the left side for them, looking for Roland Scholoy who goes down under a challenge from Rafael Varane and that's a uh, free kick after a bit of a tasty challenge and it's the sort of thing that really gets the home fans going when mm -hmm. a player gets clattered like that. Absolutely, yeah. Varane was just a little bit late there. I was expecting, I think that was on Scholoy in the corner. We've got a free kick in that final third. Not too far away from where Hugo Luis just had that free kick and it's in a really dangerous area. You could put this one as an in-swinger or an out-swinger. Lots of red shirts have gone forward as well. Just over three minutes on the clock in Budapest. Nil-nil between Hungary and France. The first of uh, three commentaries for you on uh, the Euros today. And uh, the big guns are in action. Portugal, Germany and Spain, Poland to come as the free kick is whipped in. Well dealt with by Rafael Varane from pretty much on top of the penalty spot and N'Golo Conte trying to chase the headed clearance but couldn't quite keep it in so Hungary will have themselves to throw just inside the front chart but they'll also have some concern as well because Andre Potka has uh, stayed on the turf and is clutching his head we're just seeing a replay of it now jostling for the ball and I think he may have uh, just been caught by Fresnel Kimpembe as he tried to wriggle away from him deal yeah lots of movement in there and lots of, of the French players in white shirts trying to stick to the that the player they've been given to mark and there's lots of shoving and trying to find a gap and I think he may have caught a bit of a bit of an elbow maybe on the back of his head Botka I'm having another look at this one now yeah I don't think there's a lot in it and you know it's just one of those there's contact in the box bit of an elbow in the back and that's basically it really. he's on the floor getting some treatment he'll be fine he's a big lad big strong lad he'll be fine well, while Bocca's on the deck, I can uh, let you know about tomorrow's big game that we have live in Rome. Wales taking on Italy in the battle to finish top of Group A. Rob Phillips and Nathan Blake on commentary. Five o'clock game, that, and uh, it will also be on the World Service as well. The breaking play gives us a chance to get an update in the rugby. Bristol Bears against Harlequins and Sarah Orchard. It's Bristol 28, Harlequins nil, four tries for Bristol. Earl, Morahan and a brace for Malins. It's hard to see Quinns coming back from this. It's not even half-time, but Quinns are enjoying their best passage of play right now in the Bristol 22. Approaching half-time, Bristol 28, Harlequins nil. Thanks, Sarah. It is an action-packed day for you on Five Live Sports. So much going on. Royal Ascot final day. We'll have the Diamond Jubilee Stakes at 20 past four. We've also got India against New Zealand, day two of the World Test Championship final in Southampton. Commentary of that on Sports Extra, by the way. The fourth and final day of the one-off test between England women and India women in Bristol as well. And the semi-finals at Queen's in the tennis as uh, well as the rugby action for you as well here in uh, Budapest it is still goalless between Hungary and France France not really making too many inroads into the Hungarian half one thing I saw in the French media deal was that they were saying that they might try to uh, shoot from distance France early on to try and force Hungary to play a bit higher up the pitch yeah I'm not sure because as much as French France have all the quality they have all the best players on this field that we can see. They're quite organised, hungry. They won't get sucked into uh, France's cat and mouse games. They talk. You can see the two centre-halves talking to each other now, making sure they're at the right line. So it might be uh, something they thought about, but I don't think it'll work. Hungary with a spirited start to the game. Adam Nodge bringing it through the centre of the field, rolling out, out to the left-hand side. Ottila Fiola trying to get away from Griezmann. A bit of a strong challenge from Griezmann, but no foul in the eyes of Michael Oliver. And the home fans are incensed because Griezmann has now won a free kick of his own in a deep position inside the French half. Yeah, he worked hard. 
to get back there Griezmann must have ran 40 yards nullified that attack down the left hand side and that's what France need yes they have all the quality but you have to put the work in as well they're comfortable at the moment on the ball have had most of the ball France as well going through the thirds nice and patient seven minutes gone nil nil and uh, France with uh, three points on the board coming into this Hungary yet to get off the mark after that defeat to Portugal France will be through if they win this game they will also be confirmed in the top two in the group if they win and Germany fail to beat Portugal later on Hungary will be unable to finish in the top two if they lose this game and France fail to beat Portugal so the group situation is getting a bit clearer but uh, don't even ask me about what happens if you finish third in one of the groups because uh, <laughs> what happens when you finish third <laughs> uh, well you need um, you need to be on countdown if you're going to be able to work out those kind of equations welcome to uh, listeners on the world service as well mark scott alongside former england striker deal doubling for this big game in group f between the world champions france and hungary a home game for hungary a 68,000 sellout at the Pushkas arena in Budapest and they are certainly doing their bit with the whistles ringing out as Antoine Griezmann goes across to take this corner kick for France it's a congested penalty area that Griezmann is sizing up one arm in the air as he sends out a signal and whips it in towards the near post Adam Soloy the skipper of Hungary back there to defend and Hungary have got themselves a free kick from the second ball yeah good header from the uh, from the skipper there it was going towards the near post he actually left his man, cleared that one, nullified the, uh, the danger of that in-swinging corner, which came in with pace as well. So that's the kind of thing I'll have to do all day today, I'm afraid. Lots of last-ditch tackles and headers and stuff, organisation. Willie Orban, the skipper for uh, Hungary, has it and plays it square to Adam Notch, the man who plays his uh, club football with Bristol City, and he had to be quick there because he was closed down by Karim Benzema it's floated across to the left-hand side you'd say that despite not having any chances of note so far Hungary have probably made the better start and they've got themselves a free kick again on that left wing and it's going to be the first yellow card of the game Michael Oliver just making the sign that there have been two challenges made by Benjamin Pavar now and because of that he is now in the book yeah, they have, uh, they have been very good in possession, Hungary, when they've had it. They've been very positive, they've moved the ball quickly, they've wanted to pass it forward as well. He's going to replay of the free kick. They've had, well, sorry, this is a second free kick in a very similar area for Hungary. This is a dangerous one, it's level with the penalty spot, out wide left for Hungary. Laszlo Kleinheischler is stood over it. There are six Hungarian players in red shirts in the box, whipped in towards the near post and a very hurried clearance by Karim Benzema just manages to smuggle it behind for a corner yeah. this is a good start from Hungary really good start wasn't a great ball in but it was finding its way into the near post but the centre forward cleared the danger argue that Hungary putting more pressure on that French goal than Germany really managed to do in the first group game but that's not the best corner Hugo Lloris coming out to make a gather and it was fairly straightforward for the Tottenham Hotspur keeper and France captain as well and he's quick to bowl it out and Rabiot comes up towards the halfway line for France still goalless against Hungary then in Group F the other game in the group is at five o'clock today Portugal against Germany Ian Dennis and Neil Lennon will bring you that and another of the big hitters in action later Spain up against Poland Vicky Sparks and Rob Green with the commentary of that one here are France then inside their own half with Kimpembe playing it square 
to Varane, now advancing over halfway with Pavard wide on the right, looking for the give and go with Griezmann, but not enough legs on the pass from Griezmann, so Hungary have got it back in their left-back area, Fiola sends it further back, so now it is Attila Fiola to try and make a foray forwards on the left-hand side, he's dispossessed, but the skipper Adam Soloy is back there for Hungary, all of it scrappy across there on the left, and it's one back by who else for France than N'Golo Conte, as they look to switch the play from right to left as France look at it it's in the centre circle with Kimpembe all a bit helter-skelter early on here <laughs> it was down that right-hand side for France in a sort of 10 10 yard by 10 yard area they were just giving the ball away Hungary won it back and they France won, it. won it back they've won it back again just inside their own half it was uh, Becker who'd taken it away but he fouled Kylian Mbappe in the process looked a little bit soft to be honest yeah, with you yeah, he got away with that one Kylian Mbappe was trying a bit of a Johan Cruyff there just on the edge of the centre circle trying to go the opposite way but he missed it and got his feet in a bit of a tangle Botka mm, unfortunate for him actually I would say that so far they've not rattled France but they may have just knocked them out of their stride a little bit yeah I would agree I would agree they are they're having a go they need to have a go they're bottom of the league bottom of the table they need to get something from this game and of course, as we said, the heat could well be a factor. 30 degrees in Budapest in front of a sellout crowd of 68,000, the vast majority of which, of course, cheering on Hungary. But France have it with N'Golo Conte. First time that Paul Pogba's really got on the ball. Wide on the right side, floated down the centre, looking for the run of Mbappe, and they tried to pick out Benzema in the centre. Couldn't quite find him, but France now camped inside the Hungarian half, and Pogba has uh, sent it backwards and square to N'Golo Conte. It is a slow tempo from France at the moment. Kimpembe pops it forwards to Rabiot, but immediately he's closed down by a couple of red shirts, and France are forced back into their own half. Yeah, and, and the, the more that France go back, it's nice to see that the, uh, the hungry back four, back five are coming up as well. Nice roll, though, by Mbappe, who's uh, fed it wide to Benzema, whose effort is saved by Galacci, and the rebound from Griezmann should have been converted, but Galacci was able to make the save. The offside flag has gone up now anyway, but Peter Galacci wasn't to know that at the time. The first save was uh, a decent one. Griezmann, though, will be relieved that the flag went up because he should have buried that. Well, I don't know how he's missed that. I don't know how he's missed that. The keeper's sort of parried the shot from edge of the box. A nice little interplay between... Uh, the French players there, shot from Karim Benzema, it's going in the bottom right-hand corner, and I actually think that Griezmann's got too much time. He's actually, he's, he's wound up to put so much power on it, just tapping the back of the net. That is an open goal, and France should be one up. Decent record in uh, tournaments as well for France, Griezmann, with uh, six goals, including five in the knockout stages at the last Euros. He won the golden boot, should really have stuck that one away, although the flag would have been up against him anyway. Griezmann has it on the right side. France, nil-nil against Hungary in Budapest. It's been a lively start to the game, although just that one real chance of note with Benzema's effort saved, and then the flag going up against Griezmann on the follow-up. Here is Karim Benzema for the French now. Again, though, just as they look to try and play the ball forwards, they've been forced sideways and backwards more often than not early on. Yeah, they're working in pairs. Hungary working in pairs. Conte though trying to do something about that. He's wriggled through. Wonderful stuff from Angolo Conte. And then he couldn't get onto the ball. And there was just a bit too much on it for Karim Benzema to get onto before it rolled through to Galacci. What is it with Conte? Every time you feel that he's put too much on it or it's running away from him, he just gets a touch on it again and he just finds the right pass. And now he's back 10 seconds later in his position defending. He's, he's, he's such a leader. 
just by the way he plays the game. And uh, saw a nice quote from Thomas Tuchel the other day uh, after Conte's really impressive season for Chelsea. He said, how can't you love Conte? Even my mum does. <laughs> I think most mums do, to be honest with you. My mum says that about you, Dion. Well, you know, 10 o'clock, BBC One every morning. Thank you very much. Goal is set in Budapest between uh, Hungary and France. Remember, if France win this game, then they will be through. Hungary would uh, be in all sorts of trouble if they were to fail to take anything from this game. But going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the world champions at the moment, it has been a, a good start from them. And they have it in the centre circle with Adam Lodge. Unchallenged, able to bring it a bit further forward. Slips it out to the left now where Andras Schaefer can tickle it through the centre. Lodge with a lovely touch. Backheeled into the path of the skipper, Soloy, but his return ball is blocked. They do have it, and a long-range hit comes in from Schaefer. In fact, it was uh, Laszlo Kleinheischler from range and uh, just dribbles through to Hugo Lloris. But the vast majority of this capacity crowd will be buoyed by what they've seen. Yeah, most definitely, and we've just had a shot of the crowd there. I'm sure there's more people in the crowd with their tops off than there are with their tops on. That's how hot it is in that stadium. You'd have got the gun show out, wouldn't you? Well, uh, yeah, I might put a vest on, yes, actually. Extra small. <laughs> the Micah Richards trick, I think. Uh, yeah, yes, listen, nobody's got guns like Micah. Here is uh, Raphael Varane for France, playing it square to Kimpembe. Just on the halfway line, this for the French at the moment. Left side with Ravio into the Hungarian half. Benzema now tries to drive at that back line, clips it out to the left, and Luca Dina crossing position. We know he can cross them, and it was a beautiful ball in. Kylian Mbappe arriving. His header goes wide. He looks to the heavens because he knows that he should have stuck that away. What a ball in from Luca Dina. Yeah, and you know, if you're a, a midfield player that arrives late or a centre forward that's having a late run, the defenders have to drop back onto the six-yard box. And Luca Dina has put this cross in. It's sort of about 12 yards up, level with a penalty spot. And Mbappe's timing is absolutely perfect. Just can't guide it into the corner. But the cross and the header is pure quality. Scored four goals during France's World Cup win in 2018. Ridiculous season for PSG with uh, 42 goals and 47 appearances. Wow. That's not bad, you know. <laughs> you want a chance, isn't it? If he, if he stays back in the afternoon and works on his finishing mark, he might have the future. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? What stats they are. And he has had the uh, clearest chance of the game so far, but with 18 minutes played in Budapest, the world champion still nil-nil with Hungary. Very much uh, the David in a group full of Goliaths, and they are just outside their own penalty area with uh, Willy Orban, who's uh, just dropped back into it. Ottila Soloy sends it forwards and it goes out for a France throw. A bit of uh, cheap possession conceded by Hungary there. Benjamin Pavar goes over to take the throw. Halfway inside the Hungarian half with it on the uh, right side of the pitch as the French look at it. Pavar waits for an option and is still waiting. Eventually goes to Griezmann who nods it back in field to Karim Benzema. Benzema pokes it crossfield with the outside of his boot. Early ball in from Luka Dina and uh, looked like a bit of a heavy touch from Mbappe. It's come back to Luka Dina on this left side. He's done well with two Hungarian players in attendance. Crossing position for Mbappe, not the best ball in, and it should be cleared by Adam Nodge, who uh, then did well to get it up towards Roland Scholloy, and Scholloy was uh, caught there, so it will be a free kick to Hungary. Half-time between Bristol and Harlequin, so at auction.
Bristol 28, Harlequins 5. The Bears have one foot in the final at Twickenham next week with four tries, including two for Max Malins. Quins did get one back through their number eight, Alex Dombrank, but it's still a big hill to climb. Half-time, Bristol 28, Harlequins 5. Max Harrett, meanwhile, inside the Pushkas Arena in Budapest. The sun is shining. It's uh, across just over half of the playing surface and also half of the stand behind Peter Galacci's goal. I hope that they've got lotion on because they're going to be crispy otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great, you know, they're, they're, they're all in sync now. We can see them doing the clap above the head, you know, it starts off slow. I think it, it seems to have been adopted by a few nations, that, that yes. thunderclap that Iceland That's brought right. to the tournament. Now That's a lot right. of the nations have got their own version of it. And, and, and it's great to see, and everybody's getting involved as well. The French are getting involved. It's a really good game, actually. Lots of pace, lots of energy, good quality as well. Both sides playing well. Just wonder if that energy level will dip as the game goes on. So much spoken about the kickoff time, meaning the temperatures would be high. 30 degrees in Budapest, so it will be hard work to keep up the intensity and energy that we've seen in the early stages. You would say that with 20 minutes now on the clock, France are growing into the game. They have had the one standout chance, Kylian Mbappe's header, that drifted just wide of Peter Galacci's post as Varane pops a long ball forwards with the target Luca Dini. It's done well to win the header. Benzema inside the area again, picking out Kylian Mbappe. This time it was a tougher header for the PSG man. He couldn't keep it down, it ballooned over the crossbar. Yeah, he did well there, Luca Dini down the left hand side keeping it alive and Benzema just crossing it in sort of a yard in from the corner of the box down the left and Kylian Mbappe is a little bit too close for him to to be able to direct it towards the goal smile on his face there Mbappe as if to say should have done better I have to say with the sun shining down on Peter Galacci's goal I'm a little bit surprised he's not wearing a cap yeah, that's I was a thinking point. that could be an issue for him that is when balls are sent into the area I don't think he's had to come for any taxing crosses so far but it's very bright sunshine on the pitch here so um, that could well be an issue but at the moment it's Nego for Hungary right side by the halfway line and they've uh, managed to bustle their way further forwards by a few yards and now who've decided to retreat with Andre Bocker plays it square to Willy Orban Orban sizes up his options takes a couple of steps forwards and then Ops to play the short pass to Bocker on the halfway line. Tries to knock it down the right-hand channel, but too much on it. And it goes behind for a goal kick to France. You know, they've done well, Hungary. They really have. They've, they've, when they have the ball themselves, they move it. And they do pass it really hard to their teammate, which gives that teammate a little bit more time on the ball. If their control's right, they get more time. And I like the way they do that. Very positive with the way they move the ball. Not intimidated at all, by the way. Brilliant. Well, we haven't seen much of Paul Pogba at all. I know he got a... Well, a praise for his uh, performance against Germany. That ball that led to the only goal of the game was an absolute peach. And everyone was saying, how come he does the business for France and doesn't really do as well for Manchester United? Well, so far it's been a bit more of a Manchester United performance than a French performance. Yeah, it has. Yeah, he's not quite got into his stride yet. And he's just trying to get onto the ball as much as possible. We see him going deep towards the back four again. Trying to get the ball. Here he is. Here is Pogba, about 25 yards out. Was he knocked over there, Michael Oliver? has given the free kick, much to the uh, annoyance of the Hungarian midfielder Andras Schaefer, who protests his innocence, but it does mean that France are going to have themselves a free kick, slightly right of centre, about, what, 25 yards out from goal, so um, there'll be a bit of a conference now about who's going to get the chance to try their luck from distance. It was interesting 
you were at the game yesterday, weren't you, Dion? When uh, was it Lovren somehow managed to pull Rack to have a go at goal? Yeah, I know he, he gets put back. <laughs> he gets put back into the team, and he thinks, right, out the way, please, Luca. Out the way. <laughs> I don't know how he dare say that to the captain. Luca Modric left him, and uh, yes, inevitably he didn't hit the target, and it went uh, high, wide, and handsome. Well, conference going on at the moment amongst the uh, French players while uh, some treatment is being administered to one of the Hungarians on the deck. I can tell you therefore about what we've got in store for you tomorrow. Live in Rome, Wales take on Italy in the battle to finish top of Group A. Rob Phillips and Nathan Blake on commentary. Kickoff at five o'clock. Of course, updates of Switzerland against Turkey to the other game in the group, which kicks off at the same time. Now we are into the head-to-head -head situation, and because of the temperature, in Budapest we are going to have a drinks break with uh, us being on the 23rd minute now so uh, midway through the half um, we'll also have 6.06 tomorrow with Ali Bruce Fall and Chris Sutton at 7 o'clock and if you weren't already aware it's the Daily Euros podcast every morning all the news interviews and analysis from the tournament on BBC Sounds for you and uh, every Tuesday and Friday during the tournament as well that Peter Crouch Euros pod is available on BBC Sounds for you as well. Later on today, the other game in this group, Portugal against Germany, five o'clock kickoff that one. Uh, Ian Dennis and Neil Lennon will bring you that. It's Vicky Sparks and Rob Green for Spain against Poland. And uh, later on today, it's the uh, big race at the final day of Royal Ascot, the Diamond Jubilee Stakes at 20 past four. Ongoing ball-by-ball -ball commentary of India against New Zealand, day two of the World Test Championship final in Southampton day one of course uh, completely washed out India are batting in that one while it's the fourth and final day of the one-off test between England women and India women in Bristol and the semi-final action at Queen's is live for you on BBC two at the moment so an action-packed day of sport for you as uh, the skipper of Hungary Adam Schroloy not only receiving some uh, treatment for a knock I think to his uh, knee but also I think got a wet towel around his neck just to freshen him up on what is a uh, really really hot day and uh, doesn't look too good for him as he is heading off down the tunnel so this a big setback for Hungary their skipper Adam Soloy is uh, departing which is a massive blow for them yeah he looked really upset as well he actually he was down for a while he was getting some treatment then he walks off the pitch he comes over to where the players are getting some cooling drinks and uh, a, medic, a member of the medical staff puts a towel over his head, he throws it away as if to say, I can't believe I'm injured, and he walks off down to the tunnel. Wow, that's a big loss for Hungary, a big loss. Nemanja Nikolic, the 33-year-old, who has done well at domestic level for Videoton, Legia Warsaw and Chicago Fire, and was persuaded out of international retirement by the coach Marco Rossi, is the man on for Adam Soloy. But first things first they need to worry about this free kick France have slightly right of centre 25 yards out the effort at goal from Mbappe is disappointing though straight into the top of the wall and one of the players popped it square in the face in the face rather so uh, treatment is going to be uh, given to the man who's just come on actually the man you nickel it so uh, how about that for a welcome welcome to the game he gets it right in the forehead I think he gets a little bit of whiplash he actually puts his they, you know how they put their arm in front of their face to sort of protect themselves so it doesn't hit them flush in the face. It actually hit him on the forehead and I think he's got, um, you know those cartoon birds that you have above your head, I think he's got those cartoon birds there. But he's upon his feet, he's okay. What makes uh, France 
so strong really is that marriage of uh, experience with strength and depth that Didier Deschamps has uh, got to uh, call upon 26 players collectively have made 179 major tournament appearances 27 goals between them while 14 of the 2018 World Cup squad are present this time around as well they are a well-oiled machine yeah they are and it's just it's just pure quality it really is I mean they haven't really had it their own way yet I think once they go through the gears France you'll see a different team but at the moment you've got to say it's very even very even Hungary more than uh, holding their own you would say always seen as a very tough task for them when the uh, pairings were announced with Germany and Portugal also in here as well and remember they did uh, go for 80 or so minutes against uh, Portugal before wilting late on they had the ball in the net as well with uh, Churn scoring before it was rightly ruled out for offside and uh, France as I said earlier not necessarily rattled but certainly just knocked out of that rhythm that we know they're capable of they have it with Paul Pogba deep inside their own half at the moment over 60% possession for the French they knew they were going to have more of the ball it was the opposite against Germany when they only had 40% of the ball yeah it, it's 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 a game today that physically every time a French player gets the ball there is a, 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 a Hungarian there on his on his toes not allowing him to pick a pass the back four are allowed to have it but when it comes into the middle third they get engaged by a red shirt and they're finding it difficult at the moment those French players to, to, to allow their skills to come out Lucadinha on the left for France midway inside the Hungarian half but he's just poked it straight into Adam Nosh who's having a good game in that midfield engine room for the Hungarians it's poked wide now to Ottila Piola who comes up to just over the halfway line then decides to retreat it wasn't the best of passes because it didn't quite have enough on it to uh, get back to Willie Orban comfortably and Bentemov is nearly in but they've managed to work it away on the left-hand side and now the chase is on for Schaefer and out comes Hugo Lloris just sliding through to uh, gather the ball safely but uh, that got the Hungarian supporters up off their seats and on their feet yeah this is this is very much a game that it looks like Hungary have gone into this game and they've said listen we're playing against the best in the world we've got nothing to lose let's just go and do what we do work hard bring out some of the qualities that we have stay organized we've got nothing to lose and they're playing like that and it's causing a problem for the French players to get the get on the ball Ball's just gone out of play deep in the Hungarian half so uh, let's uh, go to Ali Mitchell for an update on the fourth and final day of the test between England women and India women Sophie Eccleston has, has struck twice in quick succession since lunch, making it three in all for her. And India have lost three wickets for four runs. Could a collapse be on the cards again for them? England pushing for victory here. Harman Creek Court is on one. Vastrakar on 12 now. Eccleston seven wickets in the match. India 188 for five, following on a slender lead of just 23. And uh, what about the World Test Championship? It's day two of that. Eleanor Oldroyd. And India have lost one wicket since lunch. Cheteshwar Pajara LBW to bolt for eight. Virat Kohli, uh, New Zealand thought they had him caught behind, but replays showed he hadn't touched the ball, so he's still there on 20. Ajinka Rahani's on four, and India are 95 for three, having been put into bat. Thanks, Ellie. Meanwhile, in Budapest, Karim Benzema has just missed an absolute sitter from close range. It's incredible that he is not put this one away Kylian Mbappe with a lovely flick took three Hungarian players out of the game with a back heel 
Benzema had the goal at his mercy, but from on the penalty spot, he just poked it wide. Yeah, the, 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 it's a difficult one. I mean, it's a great bit of skill from Mbappe. He backheels it into the penalty spot area, right of the penalty spot, and it's bouncing up. And Benzema has to take it while it's high. He does, and when you jump in the air and strike the ball, you lose all control. He lost control that time, didn't hit the target. One thing I would say, Dion, did he need to take it first time? There was no one around him. Yeah, he was. He was moving at pace. I think he was right to take it first time. Just didn't work on this occasion. But you want it to fall to Benzema, that's the problem. Great season for Real Madrid. 30 goals in all competitions. And, of course, back in the side after so long out due to the uh, off-field issues. And uh, still looking for his first goal at the Euros is uh, Karim Benzema. This is uh, his eighth appearance at the finals of the competition and uh, just wonder what Olivier Giroud might make of that because uh, Benzema described himself as a Formula One car and Giroud as a go-kart uh, a while back and um, I think that, that wasn't exactly the finish of uh, a Formula One mobile was it? You know what those go-karts can be quick you know they, they can be nippy those go-karts don't underestimate them that's where Mr Hamilton came from don't need to see, don't need to be a lip reader rather than uh, <laughs> seeing what uh, Didier Deschamps just uh, made yes. of that. My French isn't the best, but uh, I think it would have been bleeped out if uh, he'd been on French TV there. Oh, I love to see that, the, the passion of the manager, you know, when you get the clips of the manager and their pacing, they're up and down in their technical area. He was staring straight down the barrel, and he wasn't happy. 32 minutes played in Budapest, nil-nil, but it's a really good game, this Hungary have got the bit between their teeth, but now France just starting to exert a bit of authority, and they have had some presentable chances. Kylian Mbappe with a header wide when he perhaps should have done better, and Karim Benzema definitely should have done better with his chance that he just skewed wide of the post as well. France have it wide on the right with Pogba, disguised ball in towards the edge of the area. Kylian Mbappe wriggling away for a couple of challenges. Brilliant stuff from Kylian Mbappe. Got himself into a shooting position, corner of the six-yard box. Couldn't get his angles right though, the shot wasn't good, the approach work was excellent. Brilliant skill from Mbappe, great ball from him, uh, from Paul Pogba, edge of the box, dropped his shoulder twice, left shoulder twice, went to his right, got his shot off, he kind of didn't, didn't quite catch it right now, he didn't catch it right on his laces, that should have hit the target, but the skill factor right there for Mbappe was incredible. France beginning to warm up in the 30 degree heat in Budapest. The sellout crowd have uh, been treated to a high-energy, high-octane game, but still waiting for the first goal. But France now, the chance is coming thick and fast for them. The world champions still yet to score, but you get the feeling it is coming for them. Paul Pogba advances a couple of yards wide on the right-hand side, goes with the short pass to Griezmann, who's pushed back. Hungary keeping their discipline and trying to force France to knock it side to side they've gone crossfield to find Luca Digne in a bit of space on the left he goes backwards of square to Rabiot Rabiot's lost possession though and uh, Hungary have got themselves the free kick after Laszlo Kleinheisler just used his body well to draw the foul and win the free kick and they just need to take a bit of a pace out of the game at the moment Hungary because France building up a bit of a head of steam yeah they are they're just starting to get their good players with a little bit more time on the ball they're picking passes the movement is very good as well but I'm impressed with that defense of Hungary Soloy Orban and Botka there that three that are in the middle of that defense are very rigid there's no gaps in between them and at present keeping France quiet and picked up by Loic Nego the 
French-born midfielder who's not really been able to get into the game too much and he's lost possession which could be costly because suddenly Kylian Mbappe surging around the left Benzema ah oh, he was looking to try and poke the ball across to Griezmann who was in space inside the area didn't get it right though it was charged down France still have it though Griezmann 10 yards outside the area sizes up his options doesn't go for the ball in goes wide instead to Benjamin Pavard Pavard back to Griezmann Hungary have got quite a few red shirts back there now to block the path to goal Dinia has gone short to Rabio. Rabio now floats in a ball looking for Benzema. Benzema goes down in the area. Michael Oliver says nothing doing, and to be fair to Karim Benzema, he's not even appealing for anything. But Hungary have lost the ball just outside their own box again. Need to be careful because they're just getting a bit loose in possession and could be in trouble here. Benzema inside the area goes down again. It's going to be a throw in as he looks at Michael Oliver. But there are they're their own worst enemies there, Hungary, because the amount of times they could have got the ball clear didn't, and they're lucky that France didn't. Yeah, they, they tried to play out, possibly in the wrong area, but the, what stood out for me there was Michael Oliver not getting the wall pulled, pulled over his eyes because players were falling on the floor and he let play go. Well done, Michael Oliver. Brilliant. Well, you get the feeling that Hungary could actually do with half-time now after a good start. France uh, pinning them in. Ten minutes to go until the break and Rafael Varane coming forwards knocks it out to the right and Pavar darts in field to Pogba he's got to the byline and then goes for goal very very tight angle plenty of power on the strike but Galacci always knew he had that near post covered yeah I, I do believe that Pogba was playing a cat and mouse game he's on the corner maybe about five yards from the corner of the six yard box tried to put it in the near post he was expecting the keeper to try and anticipate the cross didn't quite strike it right side netting you know what, I do believe Hungary have earned the right to go in at least at half-time, 0-0. L'Equipe said uh, ahead of this game that uh, Paul Pogba has become the Pog boss, but he's uh, <laughs> not really been able to, to boss this game so far. It's the first real sight we've had of him in a serious attacking position. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that said, we, we, we can see on our screens here, it seems very strange to be looking to the right of the pitch because we haven't seen Hungary in that side of the pitch very much at all it's been uh, in regards to possession stats 64% for, for France so they are dominating it at present haven't done anything with it yet but you cannot allow them to have all this possession all the time let's get an update from Bristol against Harlequin Sarah Orchard cracking fixture Bristol 28 Harlequins 12 45 minutes now on the clock Queen's got one back through Tyrone Green two minutes as they came out after the half-time whistle. It really is a fantastic watch between these two sides. Long way for Quinns to go, but it's Bristol 28, Harlequins 12. Thanks, Zara. 0-0 in Budapest between Hungary and the world champions France with eight minutes to go until the break. But France have been having their chances. They've come and gone. And uh, to be fair, Galacci hasn't been forced to make any serious saves. It's uh, generally been a case of France failing to hit the target Griezmann goes diving in with a challenge just inside the Hungarian half and they've got themselves a free kick have France after Kleinheitschler just uh, buffeted his man it's taken quickly France have it on halfway with Presnel Kimpembe pace just drops to walking pace briefly after France had been showing real high energy and uh, pitting the Hungarians back Kimpembe on halfway again square to Rafael Varane the only player inside the France half at the moment Varane now it's with Pavar who's uh, come to retreat into his own half with the ball and Hungary have managed to force the French back and Kimpembe under a, a bit of pressure has uh, squared it to Varane again yeah I think the danger is at the moment Griezmann 
and uh, Pogba and Rabiot are getting a bit more time in that midfield and I can see Mbappe and Benzema just getting into those pockets just making runs I'm seeing flashes of white shirts expecting the ball played to them just got to make sure those gaps aren't too big in defence for Hungary Paul Pogba's not happy just getting to his feet now he was uh, looking across to Michael Oliver because uh, he had his boot trodden on by Ottila Fiola so understandable why he wasn't happy but he is back up France have taken the free kick and uh, then it's been turned over just inside the Hungarian half after Luka Dina was uh, dispossessed and he throws his hands in the air to complain about the free kick going against him but I certainly think now that uh, Marco Rossi the Italian in charge of Hungary will be quite happy to get in at nil-nil yeah and you know what they, they they haven't had much of the ball they haven't had much on the attacking side of the game but they have looked organized and with all the hard work that they're putting in squeezing uh, France they probably do deserve to go in but they, you have to do more than that to win a game against France Griezmann collects it just by the centre circle inside the Hungarian half ball's broken to Angolo Conte who sweeps it to the left Karim Benzema now cuts inside from just inside the penalty area looking for Kylian Mbappe thought he might have been better advised to have a go at goal with a bit of a curling effort there because it was a congested penalty area yeah I think in, in that situation there when there's so many players in the box if the ball if you find the ball at your feet you've really got to have a go at it first time watching again Conte come forward and Dina trying to find it into uh, into uh, Mbappe's feet first touch wasn't great and Hungary get it away but that's the danger it's getting more and more into that penalty area more and more white shirts getting in there as well five minutes to go until the break and Golo Conte has it basically on the uh, centre spot knocks it forwards to Paul Pogba but again good discipline from the Hungarians whenever a uh, French player has got it in a wide position someone's going across and closing them very quickly they force the error here and it's collected by Adam Nodge who then having got the ball doesn't do a great deal with it and gives it straight to Kimpembe France have it back now with Varane who for a minute was a bit disorientated but has guided it back to Hugo Lloris who's enjoying a bit of shade on the pitch in Budapest unlike his opposite number Peter Galacci who is having to deal with the uh, sunshine in the 30 degree heat in Budapest in front of this uh, sold out crowd and the Hungarian fans will be mightily pleased that they're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the world champions but they've got defending to do here as Karim Benzema gets away on the right and well it looked as though it had gone out for a corner off Ottila Soloi but uh, I think the decision is goal kick you know, those Hungarian fans are, are so happy with their team at the moment the atmosphere is incredible you can see them they're doing they're singing the scarves are up there again they are really back in their side and everything they do well on the pitch or anything positive they're cheering it magnificent sight and uh, the only stadium at the Euros that has a full capacity 68,000 inside the Pushkas Arena and uh, well, they haven't seen their side score they have seen them show real energy and commitment and they have given France some food for thought Although Didier Deschamps will probably believe that uh, on another day they could already be a couple of goals ahead yeah we haven't seen anything going forward uh, of, of any interest really from Hungary a couple of free kicks on the left hand side because they haven't had the ball but without the ball they are working so hard trying to make sure that they don't concede before half time but going forward they do get numbers forward the red shirts go flooding forward but uh, they need more of the ball stats obviously don't tell the whole story but as things stand both sides have only had the one shot on target <laughs> going, in, going in at half time one each eh that'd be nice I'd like that
Here is uh, Kimpembe for France, deep inside his own half, knocks it up to N'Golo Conte, who plays a quick one-two with Griezmann. Conte into the feet of Kylian Mbappe, who got away from one challenge, but his touch went the ball, rebounded favourably, and now it's Hungary on the counter. Kleinheisler leads the charge, knocks it out to the left, just outside the penalty area. Scholloy going for goal, oh, and it hit his own man, that's a shame. Ottila Fiola just blocked the ball unintentionally, and it's uh, gone out for a goal kick. Yeah, and that's, the, that's what I was talking about. Once they do get the ball and they get over the halfway line, they do get players getting forward. Oh, Fiola just getting in the way there. <laughs> it's his own teammate. Still, Hugo Luis has had nothing to do. <laughs> you would have thought, though, that that defeat to Portugal wouldn't really have uh, dented their confidence and belief too much. The defeat to Portugal ended an 11-game unbeaten run for Hungary. And uh, they are two minutes away from going in all square against uh, France, having uh, also, of course, been 0-0 against Portugal at the end of the first half in their first game. The winners of this group will play one of the third-place teams from groups A, B or C in Bucharest on Monday week. The second-place side will play the winners of Group D, which uh, will be either the Czech Republic or England. The Czech Republic in top spot after the games yesterday. That will be at Wembley next Tuesday, the uh, second place side from this group against the winners of Group D. Klein Heischler has uh, had his shirt tugged and then was uh, dragged back by Angolo Conte, so it will be a free kick for Hungary, about 10 yards outside their own penalty area with a minute left to go of the first 45. Willy Orban over this free kick, taking his time before deciding to just pump it long towards the French penalty area, almost proved a bit tricky for Kimpembe, but the ball has been cleared, Rabiot then guides it back to Varane, who leaves it for Hugo Lloris, short ball to Pavard, just outside the French penalty area, now it's Varane bringing it a bit further forward, tickles it into the path of Pavard in his pink boots, who goes backwards of square to Varane again, on halfway with Griezmann, big switch from him, from right to left, collected by Luca Dina. Dina with a bit of space to work with, advances a few yards, five additional minutes at the end of this first half, which we are into now. Mbappe with a couple of stepovers on the left corner of the penalty area, now gets to the byline, pokes the ball across, but just uh, doesn't get the contact he's looking for, and it's sliced behind for a goal kick, gives us a chance to go for an update on Bristol against Harlequins and Sarah Orchard. Bristol 28, Harlequins 19, 50 minutes played, a third try for Quinns, replacement James Chisholm jumped on a loose ball to scoot over, the comeback continues, Bristol 28, Harlequins 19. The French fans in Budapest just looking a little bit frustrated with what they've seen so far, some long, fences, uh, long faces against those who are wearing the blue of France, whereas uh, certainly more smiles on the uh, bare-chested Hungarian supporters inside the sun-drenched Pushkas Arena. Here is uh, Negoy, the French-born Hungarian midfielder, short to Adam Nodge, lofted upfield for the run of Roland Scholloy, and here's an opportunity now. What a chance is it for Hungary? They've scored! They've taken the lead! Incredible! Ottila Fiola has given Hungary the first goal against France. He runs across to the corner of the stadium and celebrates with the supporters. 
and 60 or so thousand Hungarian fans go absolutely crackers. The world champion France are behind. Wow, what a goal that was. And I did say they moved forward at pace with red shirts flooding forward as well. All I can see on my screens is a flood of red shirts going absolutely crazy. Fiola went from way back at left back. He got the switch and he thought, I'm going to do nothing else. Quick one, two. I'm going to go in behind Pavard, leave him for dead, and I'm going to stick it in the corner. He had a lot to do. He really did. Varane didn't want to touch him. Pavard didn't want to touch him. And he stuck it in the corner. What a great finish. What a game we've got on our hands. Just before half time, Hungary take the lead. And it is such an unlikely goal scorer as well. Ottila Fiola with only his second for his country in his 37th appearance. He doesn't generally score goals. He has got the biggest goal of his career so far. And Hungary lead France 1-0. Well, from a neutral perspective, you would say that is just what the doctor ordered. Didier Deschamps beats the seat in his dugout in frustration. They've had their chances, France. They've failed to take them. And Hungary have taken the first real one that they've had. Yeah, they have, and they haven't had many clear-cut chances. Fiola got in the way of his shot about two minutes beforehand, and now he gets the goal that's going to take them in 1-0 up at half-time. They've worked hard, they haven't been the better side, they haven't had most of the possession. But what they've done, they've been very clinical when they do have their chance or chances. Bit of a delay to the restart of the game today. It looked like a flare had been thrown by the Hungarian supporters into the uh, goal area occupied by Peter Galacci, the Hungarian keeper. But Michael Oliver satisfied that we can continue. But you can see the smoke around the stadium as well. You didn't think the atmosphere could get much louder, but boy, it's just gone up another notch. Yeah, it certainly has. Don't spoil it now by throwing flares on you. One up, you're playing brilliant. France are now on the back foot and have to come out and do something. One of those superstars has to do something special. 30 seconds of uh, additional time left at the end of the first half. Might be a bit more tacked on due to that goal that was scored by uh, Hungary. Ottila Fiola with the moment of his career so far, scoring against France. 1-0 to Hungary and they will be desperate to get in at the break, 1-0 ahead. It would be such a fillip for them if they could just see out this minute or so of additional time. And at the moment, it's on halfway with Raphael Varane for France. France trailing 1-0. Varane brings it over the halfway line. Doesn't really have too many options further forward, so knocks it square to Paul Pogba. The whistles ring out as well. How good is it to hear whistles and cheering <laughs> from a packed house? It is great to hear those fans getting involved in the game. It's adding to the atmosphere of the game. It's getting added to the importance of the game. France just being patient, going from right to left. And floated forwards towards Karim Benzema inside the area, but it was too high for him. He couldn't do anything with it. And Adam Nodge just smacks it upfield. Could be half a chance here for them again. Nikolic is trying to win possession. He felt that he was fouled. Michael Oliver didn't know, so France have turned it over. They have it in the centre circle with Paul Pogba who's hassled and harried and felt that he was fouled by Roland Trolloy decision does go his way, we're back underway seconds remaining of stoppage time as Pavar sends a ball down the right channel Griezmann chases but he gets no change out of Ottila Soloy and Solo will just smack this out of play and Michael Oliver says that will do for the first half 
and Dion Dublin, it will certainly do for Hungary. Yeah, excellent, excellent play from Hungary. They haven't done anything special at all apart from they've had each other's backs, they've worked hard, midfield's been absolutely brilliant. The back four becomes a back five out of possession, very organised, workmanlike, but they go in one up and deservedly so through taking their chance. The stadium in Budapest is absolutely bouncing. Half-time, Hungary won, France nil. for Euro 2020 halftime powered by Volkswagen Canada proud partner and supporter of soccer for all it's time to be the change well what an end to the first half in Budapest Hungary leading France by one goal to nil the goal coming in stoppage time just a second international goal for Artilla Fiola and Puskas Arena going crazy France coming into this one having won their opening game of course so Hungary defeated by Portugal but as we welcome you back in TSN studios it's Hungary on top at the break Luke Wamla alongside Stephen Caldwell we're joined by Kevin Kilbana as well and we talked Kevin pre-game about how Hungary were able to ride that wave of emotion and get energized by the crowd in the first game almost to see it through to get something against Portugal it's been the same today hasn't it they've tried to disrupt France they managed to do so and then they get their reward right at the end of the half yeah, that's exactly how they've played the game. The game plan is disruption, high energy, real high intensity without the ball, put pressure on in midfield. I mean, I think their coach, Marco Rossi, would suggest that it's worked with going in front. France have had big chances, but, you know, a couple of long shots, a couple of efforts from distance hasn't really troubled uh, France. But how they've gone about things, Kleinheiser in midfield, he plays his club football in Croatia, Schaefer plays his club football in Slovakia. These two lads in particular have worked so hard for the team and sometimes you, you look at the big names on the team sheet and you see the name, you see the club they play for. I, uh, that certainly used to happen when I was playing international football and you, you can be overawed by the name and actually the club itself and when you get onto the pitch, there hasn't been much respect from, uh, from Hungary how they've gone about things. They've gone right at them, Stevie, and it's been brilliant to watch how they've done it. They have conceded chances yet and perhaps France would argue that they should maybe be in this game, but... Credit Hungary and how they've gone about things today. Absolutely, and you, you just can't be overwhelmed by the, the superstars opposite you. You've got to attack the match for what it is, and you've got to find a way of, of combating that quality, and they've done that. They've done that through energy. We see the goal here, Fiola. It's just a magnificent goal. It really is. The, the way that he composes himself at the end, this little touch here, it's fantastic. He can't go across, Lloris. Kempembe's going to block that, and he has to go near post and he finds the perfect precision in the finish at the, the best moment. But I agree with you, Schaefer, Kleinheisler, everyone to a man actually. Lost their captain, Zaloy, as well. He went off. It looked like some kind of heat exhaustion or something. That was disappointing for them because he is the man that holds it up, but they didn't let that affect them either. They just kept getting on with it and finding a way to stay in the game, have their moment, and now it's a case of trying to defend for the next 45 minutes. 
Having said that, Kev, France have had some big chances. And on another day, you would expect their world-class players to have found the back of the net in the first half, wouldn't you? Yeah, they, as I said, they have created chances. Mbappe in spells has looked sensational with bits of movement. And I think that the chances that they've created certainly suggest to me that they should be in front. Brilliant ball. No uh, Everton supporter would be surprised with the quality of Luka Dinia because he has got super quality from left back. And as I say, they have created the chances. One or two of these may be half chances, difficult chances, but this was the big chance. Brilliant play from Mbappe. And as Benzema's coming in, first of all, I thought it's eh, slightly awkward, but I think he has enough time actually to adjust his feet. And I think with a, a player of Benzema's quality, he should absolutely be scoring there. But as I was saying there, we've said that, uh, earlier on here, Stevie, credit uh, Hungary with just what they've done, just how they've unsettled everything. They've unsettled the rhythm of France from the first game against Germany. And if they're going to get a result, we spoke about uh, the, the performance against Portugal, maybe the 3-0 three, three result flattered Portugal. But if they're going to get a result in this game, it had to be the same type of performance. And they've certainly done that. Yeah, certainly done that. Done that and more. We mentioned it, Kev, didn't we? They've been a bit more aggressive than they were against Portugal. And on that front foot, and that's probably why they've deserved their goal. But there was, before the goal, France were really on top. They were overwhelming. Here's that big Benzema chance. He's in a difficult half. And it just shows you the quality that France have. The movement, the, t the tandem runs. One comes short, one goes in behind. One pulls off to the left. Someone takes that space. It's just brilliant movement. And Mbappe in behind gets into a great area and Benzema doesn't doesn't wait around. He moves, he gets on the end of it and he just looks a bit anxious. He looks like he's really desperate to get that goal for me and, and he just snatches at it at you know, the most important time. Giroud is a guy that Didi Deschamps goes to a lot. I'm wondering how long Benzema lasts here before uh, the coach maybe goes to, to Giroud and thinks that he'll change it up because uh, even although they had a lot of chances and a lot of possession, they couldn't get the ball in the back of the net and it will be a concern for uh, Didier Deschamps. France had kept five consecutive clean sheets coming into this one today, so it will be really interesting to see how the reigning world champions respond, trailing 1-0 at the break in Budapest. And 28 minutes in all competitions. Dion... What do France need to do? Is it simply just take their chances and they haven't done too much else wrong? Yeah, I, I think the, the I think with France, there, there's possibly an, an underlying feeling of we'll just keep creating chances and we will win the game. And th th there's there's an attitude there that, that could bite them in the backside. That said, in this second half, they will create another five or six good chances. There'll be a different attitude towards this uh, this, this hungry side. They'll have a bit more pace to their game and I think they'll be more clinical in the second half. Hungary have to do exactly the same. Well, no changes uh, from either coach at the break, so I'll run you through the two teams in a minute. France with uh, Lloris in goal, Digne, Kimpembe, Varane and Pavard at the back, Pogba, Conte and Rabiot midfield, Mbappe, Benzema and Griezmann further forward. Scalacci in goal for Hungary, Soloy, Auburn and Bocca there, back three, Fiola, Schaefer, Nodge, Kleinheischler and Nago, in midfield the skipper Adam Soloy was forced off in the first half due injury Nemanja Nikolic came on for him and Roland Soloy is uh, also up top Didier Deschamps has uh, dispensed with the jacket he is wearing dark colours today that's uh, that's a bit of a no-no when it's 30 degrees isn't it yeah when it's this when it's this hot as well and you can see that most of the fans in the in the, in the stands have got no shirts on and you 
shirt and your tie and you're looking all nice and smart you'll have a bit of a sweat on underneath there and that's not just his team performance France have got themselves uh, a free kick with uh, a minute gone in the second half in case you missed it earlier Hungary leading by a goal to nil Ottila Fiola with a rare strike for his country only his second in 38 caps an unlikely goal scorer for Hungary but uh, absolute bedlam in the stadium in Budapest when that goal went in France have got themselves now a uh, throw it's level with the Hungarian penalty area France trailing by the goal to nil taken by Pavar this throw now it's Pogba tight to this right touchline he's got two Hungarian players in attendance fires it into Ottila Fiola and it goes out for another France throw one thing that they can't do Dion is simply sit deep and try and soak up the pressure no that's not going to work not going to work at all for Hungary if they do that France are too good and here's Mbappe trying to chest the ball down inside the area but miscontrolled it it rolls all the way through to Peter Kalachi but that was a bit of a let off for Hungary there yeah it was it was a, it was a ball to the far post and I think it was Luka Dean Luka Dinia that just headed the ball across and it kind of filtered through four or five players and found its way into the keeper's hands they've got to be a little bit more a bit sharper in the box than they were just then Hungary a little bit sharper I'd like to see Paul Pogba a little, a little bit further up the field leave Kante uh, sorry I say Conte to do his bits and bobs in front of the back four and get Pogba further up the field with Griezmann make things happen Pogba has made something happen in centre field he's uh, been impeded so France have got themselves a free kick but uh, midway inside the Hungarian half it's taken quickly Mbappe gets onto it corner of the six yard box he's been now squeezed out of the area so Mbappe's backfielded into the path of Benjamin Pavar Mbappe crossing position on the right but uh, tried to nutmeg his man got no change out of it Pogba's picked it up and fired it across and Galacci leaping to the edge of his six yard box slaps it clear came out well and was positive there the Hungarian goalkeeper whipped into the area by Pogba and Galacci did his job yeah great save Galacci there just putting the ball out of the danger area there was a shot that came in from Luca Dino as well but nothing came of that I just believe that the French players look like they have to do something they feel like they've got to do something on the ball just keep it simple Pogba on the right corner of the penalty area plays it down the line for Pavar first time ball in is cut out well by Ottila Soloy and sent behind for a corner it's just a little bit of skill we know how good they are we're just looking at the Pogba shot come cross but I just feel they've got so much skill they don't need to use all their skills all the time get it play it get it play it. and when you need your skill use it for that little bit of space well, the crowd making a right racket behind that goal there the French supporters as it's flicked on at the near post by Pogba doesn't come to another white shirt for France though Griezmann collects possession and uh, his delivery is really poor doesn't clear the first man on the edge of the area and now the Hungary have a chance to hit on the counter it might be in the French players minds that the Hungarians are pretty handy on the counter given that that's the way that the only goal of the game so far came about and they are looking for it on the counter with Nikolic chasing and Hugo Lloris comes out of his area just to smash it out of play for a throw I mean Klein Heisen in the middle of the park there has been absolutely fantastic every time Rabio or Pogba get the ball he's in their face he's like just at their heels all the time they cannot relax what a day the Hungarian fans are having at the moment splashed in sunshine shirts off drinking beer their team leading the world champions by a goal to nil it could be one of the all-time great days for those supporters here it's is uh, Adam Nodge 
who's uh, on the move for Hungary, getting towards the edge of the area. He's done well, Mod. Nikolic, oh, if he played it wide to the left, then Ottila Fiola would have been in again. Yeah, he was in. It's a great little interception. I think it might have been Griezmann back there that actually stopped that one going through, but it was great, great play again. It's just a little bit sharper when Hungary have the ball. They're a little bit sharper on the ball. They're passing it quicker. And it's catching France off guard. Mbappe, left wing, trying to cut in field, but again, Kleinheitschler is in the way and leading the counter for Hungary. Over the halfway line, did Griezmann just nudge him from behind? Michael Oliver says no, it's a fair challenge, so he's able to carry the ball forwards. It's Paul Pogba now who knocks it square to Rabiot. Rabiot, midway inside the Hungary half. Pogba now picks it up from him, sizes up his options, but he's immediately closed down. Now has a go at goal from long range, but slipped as he hit it, and it was about half a yard wide of Galacci's post. Let's uh, get an update uh, on qualifying for the French Grand Prix from uh, Ben Edwards. Max Verstappen has taken pole position, his second of the season here at Paul Ricard, but Lewis Hamilton has joined him on the front row. Valtteri Bottas and Sergio Perez, their teammates, on the second row together. Carlos Sainz, a brilliant effort for Ferrari in fifth, ahead of Gasly, Leclerc, Norris, Alonso and Ricardo, but it is Verstappen, the championship leader, who's taken pole position. Next to the Premiership Playoff semi-final, Bristol Harlequin, Sarah Orchard. Well, it's Bristol 31, Harlequins 24. Quins think they've gone over to score, but there's a review on that try now. Quins, they are throwing the kitchen sink, fridge, table, chairs at this match to try and get into the Premiership final next week. At the moment, they trail by seven. It could be closer. Bristol 31, Harlequins 24. In Budapest, uh, there's a yellow card for Andre Botka after he just cleaned out Kylian Mbappe, just <laughs> slid straight through him. So France have got themselves a free kick midway inside. The uh, Hungarian half, Griezmann over it, whips it in, but again, not the best delivery. Hungary are able to clear, and they do look a bit of a threat on the counter. Roland Scholloy leading the charge for them. He's the only red shirt inside the French half at the moment, as he fouled by Presnel Kimpembe. He was in the eyes of Michael Oliver. Frustration for France, and he's done his job there, Ro Roland Scholloy, because he was completely on his own, isolated. A couple of French players around him, and he gets the free kick. Yeah, good play. Good midfield center forward play driving forward just trying to get his team up the pitch gets fouled by a couple of french players and the pressure is off for a few seconds at least france are just trying to it's, it's a little bit too intricate at the moment by the french they're going through the middle of the pitch trying to go through the heart of the defense as well of hungary not working for them viola's poked this ball forwards for the chase of the substitute nicolich and that's silly just barges over Presnel Kimpembe there was no chance he was going to be able to win the ball and it's a free kick to France yeah and Kimpembe is just waiting for that he's just going towards his own touchline he's going to where it's going to be a goal kick and he just gets pushed in the back in the, in the back and Nikolic there has just let France off the hook no need to do that at all let him do what he's got to do don't foul him Good shape from the Hungarians at the moment, that five-man backline moving across in unison as they try to squeeze the space and Griezmann took a bit too long, showed a bit too much of the ball to Nikolic, who nicked in and prompted out of play and uh, they've still got that high level of energy about them, Hungary. We mentioned that the heat could be a factor, it is 30 degrees, the sun is still beating down, it'd be some effort if they could keep this up, but then again, the five substitutes could well come into play. Yeah, I think the only way they can win this game is to keep the energy up is to keep this uh, they're, they're all they're all 
at the moment. Cross came in there, I thought the keeper was going to drop that, but no, they're all at this present time working so hard. Everyone in the red shirt, they will get tired towards the latter stages of the game. Maybe France are waiting for that to happen, but it's a dangerous game to play, and they are playing some good football as well, Hungary. Let's get the latest on the World Test Championship final India, New Zealand, Ellie Aldroyd. They've gone off for an early tee in Southampton with India 120 for three, Ajinka Rahani 13, Virat Kohli on 35. And the reason they've gone off early is because it's getting pretty dark overhead. No sign of any rain in the forecast, but the floodlights have been on all day and the umpires have decided to take them off and hopefully they will resume in around about 20 minutes if the light improves. 120 for three, India having been put into bat. Thanks, Ellie. Let's uh, hope that the weather doesn't interfere any further after uh, day one of that was completely washed out uh, in Southampton here in Budapest it's Hungary leading the world champions France by one goal to nil and uh, as well as ramifications for all of the countries in this group there could be an impact for England and Scotland as well because the second place side will play the winners of uh, Group D although that will be either Czech Republic or England at Wembley next Tuesday the uh, Winners of the group here will play the third-place teams from either groups A, B or C. That one in Bucharest on Monday week. So uh, while people were plotting the course and the uh, potential entries into their wall charts, they wouldn't have had a Hungary win down in this one. <laughs> all and a long way to go, but ten minutes gone in the second half and Hungary won France nil. Yeah, all change at the moment if it stays like this. It is a, a very, very odd result, but the performance is actually about right. Hungary working hard, France keeping the ball, looking very, very comfortable. But the work rate of the players in red is outstanding. It's how long they can do it for and how long France don't create any chances for, because they will. Nudging 70% possession now of France. Pogba, 10 yards outside the area. Just tried to lock the ball in, but it was a nothing ball, really, and Hungary able to clear, and then they've got themselves a free kick after Rabiot went through the back of Laszlo Klein-Heitschler, breaking play for that free kick, so we go back to Sara at Bristol. It's still Bristol 31, Harlequins 24 in this Premiership semi-final, and you have to remember the biggest comeback in the history of the whole of the Premiership is 27 points, and Harlequins were trailing by 28-0 at the moment. Bristol 31, Harlequins 24, Queens need a try. And there's a change for France being made and we're going to see Usman Dembele replace Adrian Rabiot, so certainly an attack-minded change that. And I think they'll want to get Dembele on the ball with his fast feet, magic feet. He's got a lot in his locker. They're going to look to him to do something special, create something special, get on the end of something, affect the game. That's what a substitute is supposed to do. N'Golo Conte has affected the game there by winning the ball high up the pitch for France but again as they get towards the edge of the area that final ball is lacking and there's always enough red shirts back there to turn the ball over Nago now leading the charge forwards for Hungary in the area of the pitch that still has a large amount of sunshine on it wide on that right side at the Pushkas Arena in Budapest which has been bouncing the whole way through and could get louder now because Schaefer's got to the byline and uh, I just wondered there if Ottila Fiola had gone over as the attempted challenge came in whether Michael Oliver may have had a decision to make Schaefer has it edge of the area in a shooting position for Roland Schulloy to let fly but it was an awful attempt 
that went well wide. But I tell you what, while France are having a lot more of the ball, when Hungary get around the edge of that French box, you fancy they could have a chance. Yeah, and, and they're really positive with it as well, Hungary, really positive. They get in and around the box and they do try and get any kind of finish on that French goal whatsoever. France are taking maybe that extra pass to try and find an easier chance and then the chance is gone. Good positive play from Hungary. France still yet to get going in my opinion. Almost an hour gone, Hungary won, France nil. Griezmann for the world champions, releasing it into space for Usman Dembele, who's just come on, he's running at the Hungarian backline, he's into the area, he's gone for goal and he's hit the post. What an impact that would have been from Usman Dembele, jinking and weaving, edge of the area, cut inside one player, smacked it goalwards, had plenty of pace on it, I just wonder, did Galacci get a touch? He might have got a fingertip, but it certainly thudded onto the upright. Yeah, he might have got the slightest of touches on that. I don't think it would have stopped it if it was on target, as in, in the inside of the post. Wow, what a strike. Just look at the replay. The post is still shaking. It's a uh, goal kick, and uh, just uh, wait and see what happens from this passage of play before we go for another update from Sarah klein Heichler has shrugged off on Golo Conte and is surging over the halfway line now for the Hungarians who are still looking to try and do something going forwards themselves rather than sitting back and Kleinheichel has got to the byline here dangerous ball across oh and it nearly came Rafael Varane in just the right place otherwise it would have been a tap-in for number two for Hungary quickly to Sarah at Bristol it's Bristol 31, Harlequins 29, a conversion from Martha Smith to level this Premiership semi-final. He's got it, it is all level in the semi-final, Ashton Gate, Bristol 31, Harlequins 31. Three Will minutes it. to go to the full-time whistle. Well, a thriller there, we'll keep you up to date with, and here it's Hungary leading France by a goal to nil, and they've had their chances as well in this second half. Nikolic has uh, just lost his footing down by the uh, French corner flag on the left-hand side of the pitch, and uh, he... You've seen the ball roll out for a goal kick to France, but just going back to the opportunity that uh, was created by Kleinheisler wide on the right. If Varane hadn't been there, that could have been two. Yeah, great defending from Varane. Exactly do what he should do. Centre half, getting to that near post, making sure nothing goes into a dangerous area or anybody in a red shirt. Uh, I'm not going to say he's met his match, but uh, Conte today is playing against Kleinheisler. And he's finding it very difficult. He really is. He won't go away. And here is that man now, Laszlo Kleinheisler, after a poor ball in field. And uh, Hungary would have uh, barely believed that they could be in this situation. An hour played, leading France by a goal to nil. Galacci, their goalkeeper, now in the shaded penalty area inside the Pushkas Arena. And the noise has been incredible, especially for that goal scored by Ottila Fiola just before the break, which gives us the shot scoreline of Hungary 1, France 0. George, our producer, was saying, you always get one big shock at a tournament. Could we be seeing it here? It would be a shock as well, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be a shock if you're watching this game, it's not a shock. But if you look at the, look at the results and you think, wow, how have they lost to Hungary? Well, they've lost... Well, they would have lost if they do through energy and organisation. There's still lots of time to go in this game, though. And France will create some very, very good chances. Usman Dembele certainly looks to have given them a little extra something since his introduction to Rabiot. But talk about curse of the commentators. Then he <laughs> plays a short five-yard pass that gives possession back to Hungary. And uh, it's chased upfield by Andras Schaefer. And he's managed to put the pressure on Grant to lump it out of play 
for a throw to Hungary. So if you're wondering how this could potentially affect England, the second place side from this group, Group F, will play the winners of Group D, which will be either the Czech Republic or England at Wembley next Tuesday. England, of course, can only win the group if they beat the Czech Republic in their final group game so it could have ramifications we don't know as well what the third place side in this group will end up doing those calculations are beyond my powers I have to say when you get involved in the teams that are finishing third here's Kylian Mbappe wide left for France has two players quickly come across for company offloads back to Griezmann deep cross from the edge of the area too deep for anyone in white and it goes behind for a goal kick to Hungary and while they started the second half strongly did France Dion just looking like they're a little bit muddled at the moment yeah just, you know what it is I just think it's the urgency of the player on the ball and the, the, the player that hasn't got the ball the players that don't have the ball the movement's not there either that cross from Griezmann edge of the edge of the 18 yard box just floated in there nobody was attacking he just went out for a goal kick there's no real urgency there from the, uh, the French players 63 minutes gone in Budapest Hungary leading France 1-0 and although France have had their chances, it's not been a smash and grab, you would say, from Hungary at the moment. They've had to weather the storm, they've had a few let-offs from France, but they haven't just shut up shop and sat deep and tried to do nothing at all going forwards. And the man who scored the uh, only goal so far, Ottila Fiola, with the throw from the left-back position. He plays as a left wing-back for his side, but he's... Uh, Lost possession to France here, so Conte has it in centre field for the French. Goes back to Kimpembe. Forward ball from Luca Dina into Mbappe, but quickly closed down and his tricks don't do the job. And it's one back by Botka for Hungary. Now Roland Scholoy surging forwards on his own for now by the edge of the area. Scholoy, uh, he uh, just wanted to go for glory there, but couldn't get inside Varane and the move broke down and now the game's getting stretched and France are coming forwards it's Mbappe on the left wing ball at his feet dribbling into the area Mbappe showed too much of it Deloic Nago just took it off his toes but this is really good stuff at the moment this game full time at Bristol Harlequin Sarah Orchard it's a draw it means we're heading to extra time it was 31-31 at the final whistle so that means we have a five minute break then it's ten minutes each way to see who's going to Twickenham next week 31-31 still extra time to come thanks Sarah here in uh, Budapest it's a free kick for Hungary after excellent work from Roland Scholoy on the left he just invited Benjamin Pavard to make the tackle took the contact Michael Oliver with no hesitation in awarding the free kick and as I said Dylan, the game was getting a bit stretched that's not good news for Hungary you wouldn't have thought no I wouldn't have thought so because they don't want big gaps they don't want big spaces in and around their defence I will say that Bodka, Auburn and Soloy that back three that stayed down hasn't moved they're allowing, they're allowing their other players their other teammates go and play but we are not moving they've defended so well and they haven't been sucked in by all the tricks and skill that France are trying could be the biggest headline grabbing result of the Euros so far Hungary won France nil with 25 minutes to play Jolloy's delivery and Hugo Lloris has to make a uh, gather as he slid out to just smother it at the feet of the arriving Nikolic it wasn't a bad ball but France now quickly upfield and Mbappe chasing this one the bounce has favoured him Mbappe forced wide he's in the area at the moment looking to get to the pylon ball across oh Griezmann scores Antoine Griezmann on the spot from eight yards out unfortunate for Hungary the way the ball broke but Griezmann with the clinical finish and the French fans behind that goal celebrate 
immediately France are getting on with business. They want to go on and win this, but they are back level. Heartbreak for Hungary. Hungary won, France won. Yeah, it was all about Mbappe, that was. It was a big hoof forward from Hugo Lloris. They were left two on two. Mbappe just made himself a nuisance. Two centre-halves against two forwards. Mbappe jumping into the centre-half. Gets it into the right-hand the right -hand side of the 18-yard box. Just puts it into an area where he hopes one of his teammates are going to be. And I think it's Auburn that just nudges it into Griezmann's path. Eight yards out. Griezmann is not going to miss that opportunity. Sticks it in the corner. And the Hungarian players all in red shirts on the floor. Absolutely gutted. They've done so well. But I did say France will continue to create chances. Griezmann, who won the Golden Boots at Euro 2016 with six goals as his first at this tournament I read that he's known to wear Spongebob boxer shorts for luck but didn't need any luck with that finish there slotted it away with the minimum of fuss and it is all square in Budapest and it is uh, still very nicely set up Hungary though have got to dust themselves down and are they going to get themselves a free kick? No, it's uh, not deemed a foul by Luca Dina on Loic Nego just by the edge of the French penalty area. The majority of the stadium, of course, were barracking Michael Oliver to give the decision their way, but it is going to just be a France throw. So 1-1 midway through the second half, still at a very hot and humid stadium in Budapest. I think we'll have that cooling break quite soon due to the 30-degree heat as we approach the midway point in the second half, 1-1, Griezmann, the French goalscorer who got them back level a couple of minutes ago in possession. Now Usman Dembele rode a couple of challenges before he was taken down by Andras Schaefer. Michael Oliver implored to give a yellow card to him for the challenge, but it's just going to be a free kick. You know, he's made a difference, I think, Dembele, since he's come on. He's looked to get on the ball, he's looked to take players on. I think because he is so direct, there's even more red shirts behind the ball. They've got a free kick in a decent area. Centre-halves have come up. They're not going to complicate this one. France are going to get it into the box. Well, Griezmann, the goal scorer for France, is the man who's going to take this free kick. Left-footed. He's uh, going to just clip it in. It's a clever one. And Mbappe could be in round the back. Tried the hook volley from the corner of the six-yard box. Didn't get the right angle on it. He got contact. Not what he was looking for. It's a goal kick. Yeah, it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite David Batty, but uh, David Platt, should I say, not David Batty. David Batty could never score <laughs> a volley like that. Sorry about that, Bats, but uh, David Platt over the shoulder doesn't quite catch it that time. Mbappe, but they are starting to get more chances, more half chances. Bit of a calling break now. Yeah, here comes that uh, calling break then, towels out. But also, this is quite a handy timeout, you would say, for Marco Rossi, the Hungarian coach. It's an opportunity for him to have a... A team talker halfway through this half. Yeah, and just just to say, don't don't panic. You know, we're still in the game. We've just seen the replay here of the goal, and yeah, it's Mbappe who's been an absolute nuisance. Gets the better of Nago. Goes down the right hand side. Does it a little bit of a shimmy, a little bit of a shake, and it just falls to Griezmann, eight yards out, middle of the goal. He's not going to turn that down. Maybe the words from the manager are don't panic we are okay you've done it once let's regroup and go again France have got to say more keep going forward at pace Didier Deschamps there 
celebrations. Well, while they're having the cooling break, I can uh, tell you about uh, tomorrow's big game live in Rome. Wales take on Italy in the battle to finish top of Group A. Rob Phillips and uh, Nathan Blake on commentary for that one. Five o'clock kickoff. That's also on the World Service as well. Uh, updates of Switzerland-Turkey to the other game in that group and 6.06 after that with uh, ABB and Chris Sutton as well. Of course, the Daily Euros podcast will have all the fallout from this game and the news interviews and analysis from everything else Euro 2020 every morning on BBC Sounds for that as well. And later on today, the other game in this group, Portugal-Germany at five with Ian Dennis and Neil Lennon and Spain-Poland at eight. Vicky Sparks and Rob Green are in the chair for that one and now it's the French supporters who are making a real racket now waving their shirts above their heads as the sun just starts to ease out of the stadium it's only probably about a quarter of the 68,000 capacity stadium that now have the sun on them and the Hungarians will be hoping that the sun doesn't set on their Euro campaign it would be a real shame for them if they were to end up being effectively eliminated by losing this game let's uh, find out what's uh, happening in the one-off test between England women and India women it's the fourth and final day Ali Mitchell England on the hunt for the last three wickets they need before setting about a run chase but India a little stubborn 2-2-2 for seven their leader's only slender at 57 runs the new ball's been taken Brunton shrubs all but yet to find another wicket India 57 ahead 2-2-2 for seven following on France 1-1 one, one with Hungary looking for another goal. Dembele gets to the byline and it breaks for Griezmann on the edge of the area who goes down right under the nose of Michael Oliver. The shot comes in from Angolo Conte. France wanted the free kick and Paul Pogba has remonstrated with him now. I think Michael Oliver said, I'm going to play the advantage because Conte was going to have a go at goal from the edge of the area. He had the whistle in his lips, then decided to delay it. The shot went wide. It's a goal kick. I think France would rather have had the free kick. Yeah, I'm not sure... Has he given a free kick or has he just gone out for a goal kick? I'm not sure if he's just, just, just play on. Just given a goal kick and nothing there at all. I thought there was a free kick on Griezmann. Having seen the replay, I think Michael Oliver got that one wrong. He hasn't got many wrong today, let me tell you, but he's, uh, he's got that one wrong. Just over a quarter of an hour of the game to play. Really good game this one as well. Hungary 1-1 with France. They took the lead just before half-time. Antoine Griezmann levelling things up midway through the half. And as I said, it is the blue-shirted French fans behind Peter Galacci's goal. The goal that Antoine Griezmann scored clinically into that are making the vast amount of the noise inside the atmospheric Pushkas Arena in Budapest. And the sun seems to have finally gone away and put its uh, hat away because uh, we can now just see shadow over the pitch not sure it will uh, affect the heat on the playing surface though which is still showing as 30 degrees and the latter stages of this game could be very interesting with Hungary perhaps tiring given the amount of energy that they've expended and France still having plenty of fresh legs to bring on and really stretch them I think I think Hungary have, have settled back in after the cooling break done okay there's a different look to France though there's a, a different look in the eyes of the players we had a close-up of Paul Pogba looking very serious and here come uh, Hungary on the attack again the deflected effort gathered by Hugo Lloris and it was Roland Troy who chanced his arm from distance showing that they are still a threat going forwards they're not just going to try and sit and bank this 1-1 it was Luca Dina actually who came in in behind Varane and Kempembe just in case and he slipped over 
and the shot actually hit him while he was on the floor so it was a block that he didn't intend to do and it just falls into the arms of Luis no harm done 74 minutes played in Budapest Hungary one France one has been a pretty epic affair and you do get the feeling that there's still going to be some twists to come in it because Hungary as I say are not just sitting back and saying look we can get a point off the world champions it will get our group stage campaign up and running and give us an opportunity of still finishing third they believe that they can go on and get the win and get themselves back in front and they have it on the left side of midfield at the moment although they're now forced backwards Nikolic has retreated to Ottila Soloy now tight to the left touchline with the goal scorer for Hungary Ottila Fiola very congested on that left hand side and well Soloy has just uh, run into the uh, shape of Angolo Conte and it's gone out for a throw and uh, I was mentioning maybe some fresh legs to chuck into the mix and uh, they have uh, decided to make some alterations and there's going to be a change for Hungary as well they're going to be the ones to make the first alteration Andras Schaefer is uh, the man who is uh, being withdrawn and on in his place is going to be Tomasz Cherry the number 10 whereas for France Paul Pogba is one of those making way Corentin Toliso has stepped in for him well, while the changes are still taking place let's get another update on the rugby from Sarah it's Bristol 31, Harlequins 31 in this Premiership Rugby semi-final. The first time a semi-final has ever gone to extra time and Bristol's Callum Sheedy has just had a penalty bounce off the post. We have to remind ourselves that Quinns were 28-0 down to get themselves in this position. Twickenham awaits the winner, but still 15 minutes to find out. Bristol 31, Harlequins 31. Olivier Giroud for Karim Benzema is the other French change. So Pogba has gone off, Corentin Tolisso has come on for him and Benzema's departed with Giroud on but it's Hungary on the attack here and the lively Roland Scholloy got away on the left hand side got it in towards the edge of the six yard box but Hugo Lloris fairly comfortably made the gather ball has broken in centre field for the Hungarian substitute Tomasz Cherry the number 10 with a bit of a mohawk look to him with a beard as well and the ball has just dribbled away off his boot for a throw to France your thoughts on those changes Dylan? yeah you know what I do like Olivier Giroud he always seems to have an effect on a football match whether he starts or not whether he's bringing somebody into play scoring himself he will make a massive difference I think with Dembele down the right hand side supply supply to Giroud could be dangerous for Hungary definitely well we have quite a final quarter of an hour or so in store 1-1 between France and Hungary and Budapest as Toliso just uh, lost his way and now it's collected by Cherry for Hungary who's on the move down the left but Pavar just stood his ground and the ball rebounds off Benjamin Pavar and now it's collected in centre field with Griezmann the man who made it 1-1 for France pokes it wide to the left and Luca Dina Dina takes a touch to steady himself has a couple of red-shirted Hungarian players in attendance so feeds Mbappe he goes backwards of square to Toliso Toliso then just steadies himself and the pace just goes out of the French move and they've gone all the way back to just shy of the halfway line and Rafael Varane. Yeah, it's good shape again from, from Hungary. Forcing France to do something special. Dembele there just catching one on the foot with a throw for France down the right-hand side. But I just think they've worked so hard at some stage that energy level will fade from Hungary and France will find the... 12 minutes of the 90 remain in Budapest, it's Hungary 1, 
France won. Remember that the uh, second place side in this group will play the winners of Group D, which will be either England or the Czech Republic. Fired in by Dembele from a crossing position on the right, collected by N'Golo Conte in centre field, but then he's lost out. And there's that man again, Laszlo Kleinheischler, who's been impeded. There's been a number of impressive Hungarian performances out there today, but Kleinheischler and Roland Schorlo would probably be the two that you pick the most. Yeah, Kleinheischler's been absolutely excellent. He really has. He's actually stood. There's not many that can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Conte. Conte's a better player, I'll give you that, but today, I'm not sure which one I'd take because they've both been brilliant, really have. He's worked so hard for his team. Not been the most high-scoring game at these Euros, but I would argue it's been one of the best watches yeah, of the tournament absolutely. so far. The energy levels, Mark, have been brilliant. They really have, and the quality of the, of the football's been good. The organisation, the commitment. France are now committing more, uh, more of a physical side to the game as well. There's a serious seriousness to them as well as there wasn't in the first half. And this game is very, very, it's in the balance, it really is, could go either way. Nodge with the uh, ball played short to him by Peter Kalachi, who now has the ball back at his feet, just outside his six-yard box. Hungary knocking the ball around and getting a bit lucky there, actually, because Griezmann was closing him down and uh, it was very casual there, almost as if play had stopped and <laughs> they, were, they were just going to restart it. But actually, if he got the ball there, Griezmann was in. Yeah, I think Griezmann just switched off, I didn't think... Who's expecting it to be such a bad pass to the goalkeeper? Might have had a chance of nicking that one, but uh, they got away with it, Hungary. So Hungary have it in centre field, and uh, they've lost possession. Griezmann now goes back to Corentin Tolisso, recently arrived from the bench. He finds Luca Dina, left-hand side, takes a touch. She has the overlap run from Tolisso, who then goes backwards. So it's poked back to Tolisso by Luca Dina. Left side of the pitch as France look at it. They go back into centre field where. Rafael Varane unopposed and sweep it to the near side. Benjamin Pavar, the right back, deep in the Hungarian half, but no ball forwards was on for him, so he's forced to go back. And now Tolisso has it again. Goes for a sideway pass to Griezmann. His crossfield ball picks out Usman Dembele on the near side. He's got a couple of players close to him, jinks and weaves, and tries to fire the ball across, and uh, it does rebound off Ottila Viola for a France corner. Yeah, danger. This is where Mr. Giroud, who you can see on our screens right now, this is where he comes into his own. This is his territory, crosses into the box. And the centre-halves are coming up as well. Varane's in there, Kempembe's in there as well. Ten minutes left to play in Budapest, 1-1. Griezmann with the corner for France, and Galacci comes out and makes a... Pretty routine gather, completely unopposed, just leaps in the air, safe hands from him and mm. thought about maybe getting it quickly upfield but then the international sign of calm down as he gets out one of his hands <laughs> and just makes that motion with it. Yeah, holding the ball with his left, calming everybody down, fingers spread. And here is uh, Negoy, the uh, French-born midfielder for Hungary, said it was a huge occasion for him to uh, come up against the country of his birth he played with Griezmann for the youth side and now Mbappe's won it back and has had a goal from just inside the area Galacci with a good strong fist to beat it away was that the chance for France to snatch it right at the end and Mbappe fired it goalwards and Galacci made the block you see I'm looking at the Giroud layoff there as well the, the ball comes into Giroud corner of the D just lays it into Mbappe's path as if to say go on there's another chance for you 
just that know-how of when to take a touch, when not to take a touch. Round the corner, Mbappe's in. France. Good save, by the way, Mark. Good yeah, save. Yeah, absolutely. France showing their class now, and the hit from uh, Tolisso was uh, one of those daisy cutters that could have been tricky for the keeper. It bounced just in front of Galacci. Low strike from Tolisso. It was close enough to him that he just needed to ensure he got his body behind it, which he did. The save just before that, though, was a lot more testing. Hit with power by Mbappe, it was close to the keeper, but he had to get his hands up quickly to make the save. Yeah, he did, it was just, it was literally going just above his forehead, the keeper, he raised his hands quickly, and he bounces it away, nice and brave, nice and strong from Galacci, keeping his, his team in the game. So we have, what, seven minutes or so of the 90 left to play, Hungary, despite the fact that they've shown intent to try and get a uh, goal that would put them back in front, I think would settle for a point now if you offered it to them, just given that it's become a bit of a siege from France now. Yeah, I, I just, if they could blow the whistle, I think Hungary would be very, very happy, but I can just feel the cogs are turning within the, the French players' bodies and they're just getting a bit ahead of steam up just creating more and more chances, Dembele's been great. There's going to be some uh, changes made here, so let's go to Russell Fuller with uh, Cameron Norrie in action on semi-finals there at Queen's. Excellent start for Norrie too, because he's won the first set 7-5 against the uh, second seed Denis Shapovalov from a breakdown, a backhand down the line passing winner on his first set point. And to Bristol Harlequins in the rugby, Sarah Orchard. Extra time in the semi-final, it's still Bristol 31, Harlequins 31, we're 20 seconds away from half-time in extra time, an incredible box office semi-final. If it does remain drawn, it means Queens will go into the finals, they scored one more try than Bristol. It's Bristol 31, Harlequins 31. Box office in Budapest as well, with world champions France 1-1 against Hungary, six or so minutes of the 90 remaining, France knocking at the door. Hungary holding firm at the moment. Will they be able to take a point off Didier Deschamps' side? It would be a surprise scoreline and really throw open Group F as well with Germany facing Portugal later on. Commentary of that for you from 5 o'clock and Spain-Poland at 8 as well on 5 Live Sport. Dembele has it for France. Jinks his way to the byline. No way through though. So he has to go back to Benjamin Pavard. Pavard forced further back. It's in centre field for France now. Takes a touch from Kimpembe to uh, go wide to Luca Dino, who's aiming for the centre, and Mbappe. Didn't get enough elevation on the cross, it's headed away for a throw to France. Yeah, and there's lots of red shirts to bypass here for France. Are they going to cross it? Are they going to try and play their way through? It's very, very difficult for them at the moment. The French, so many numbers back, really making it congested in the centre of the pitch. Those uh, Hungarian players in red shirts. Five minutes left to play, what we have, we hold, I think, is now the view from Hungary. They had a sense of adventure after they conceded the equaliser, but now just want to hold firm in the face of this incessant French pressure. And Mbappe, again, though, as Dilma was saying, it's just so crowded in there. There's so many red shirts back there that they lose their way. And then a lucky escape for Loic Nago, the Hungarian midfielder who played a sloppy pass just outside his own area to concede possession, but France make nothing of it and it's sent long and out of play for a throw to the French in their right-back area taken by Pavard. Deep inside his own territory now is Rafael Varane and once again all of the Hungarian players are back there 
in their shape that 5-3-2 formation moving from side to side shadowing where the ball is going as the shadows grow on the pitch as well the heat is still very evident though 30 degrees out there and you just wonder how many tired legs there are in that Hungarian side as they look to hold on for this point they'll be absolutely shattered they have really worked hard to this point in the game they won't want to drop off the pace a little bit it could cost them but I mean players like Nago in the center there and Nodge they've been outstanding they've all put a shift in their shirts are absolutely sopping wet got pictures now of all the hungry fans all they're on every single fan on the screen is clapping and singing the song shirts off this is like a win if they get a draw out of it out of this it'd be like a win to them 100 percent and uh this is uh Thomas lamar coming on for usman dembele so has the substitute been substituted there oh, he didn't he didn't look Wow, he didn't look injured. We'll have to look into that after the game. He's but, uh, off okay, we can see him walking. Is he limping? Maybe. He'd actually had a good impact since he came on as well. Oh, yeah, he's just touching the back of his right knee there. Grimace on the face, talking to the, the medical staff. Maybe he's twinned something. So Lamar is uh, on for France with, what, three minutes of the 90 remaining. Galacci, the Hungary goalkeeper, inside his own area, took too long. Closed down by Olivier Giroud, gets a lucky escape because it rebounds off Giroud and uh, out of play for a throw to Hungary. Yeah, and Griezmann, the keeper there, taking too long. Olivier Giroud's never going to allow you that much time. Closes him down, puts Hungary right into the into the right back spot next to the corner flag, squeezing them in. All the white shirts have come in. Griezmann calling his teammates and squeeze them in the corner. It's almost like having a, a line-out just in front of your own try-line <laughs> and uh, trying to avoid losing the line-out. And they did lose possession, but they've now picked up a cheap free kick just outside their own area. And Michael Oliver, who's refereed the game very well, I think. He's, he's let a lot go and uh, he's always in good dialogue with the players. That's yeah, the thing always, that you notice. Yeah, and what I like about Michael Oliver as well, he always seems to have a smile on his face. He always allows the players to have a conversation with him. He always listens to what they've got to say. But he's always in control, and judging on today's performance, brilliant, brilliant refereeing performance by him. Two minutes of the 90 left to play, still 1-1 between Hungary and France, and after they were uh, a bit cowed by the concession of that equaliser, the Hungarian supporters inside the packed Pushkas Arena have found their voice once again, on their feet, clapping and cheering and trying to urge their side on for what, as Dion said, will feel like a victory, even if it is a draw, N'Golo Conte for France in the centre circle, short stab pass to Kimpembe but there's no obvious ball forwards again so it's side to side, now here's Lamar who's just come on for Dembele, Lamar with the lofted delivery wide to Lucadinha who was looking for it but he uh, wasn't able to get there ahead of uh, Lovrencic and it's uh, going to be cleared although France have got it back again with Lamar centre field you can sense the tiredness in the Hungary players now with a minute of the 90 left to play Griezmann has it on the right but no obvious ball forwards again so it's a square ball to Kimpembe swept out to the left Luka Dina looking for that crossing position can't find it though because Lovrencic has gone over to make the block and Michael Oliver says that it came off Luka Dina last which is met by a cacophony of applause from the players and the fans yeah really working hard a bit of cramp now we can see a few players going down with cramp 
you know, the toes being pointed towards the, the, the face, the legs straight, and there's the player leaning over, trying to make sure that that cramp goes in the calves. Get to this stage of a game, it's late on, you've worked so hard, the, the pitch feels like a bit of sponge, and you feel like you're falling into it, and your muscles really do seize up. If they can hold on to this, wow. But I do believe there's another chance in this game. There is one more chance in this game. Just about to go into four additional minutes as France come forwards. We'll have an update on the rugby in a second, but let's see what happens here. And uh, the ball has gone behind. What has Michael Oliver awarded? Looks like a goal kick. So we can go to Sarah Orchard against uh, Bristol against Harlequins. Bristol 31, Harlequins 36. Tyrone Green goes over for Quinns to give them the lead for the first time in the semi-final in extra time. There's still another 10 minutes to play and a conversion to come. Bristol 31, Harlequins 36. Well, at the moment, the uh, French supporters behind the goal occupied by Peter Galaccia are chucking bottles at the uh, Hungary goalkeeper. This is not good to see. It's all French fans who are housed behind that goal that I think they're upset that they perceive there's some time-wasting going on, but can't really condone that kind of thing. No, throwing, you can see their plastic bottles full of juice and water and stuff at the, uh, at the keeper, Galacci and uh, luckily nothing's hit him but the game's back on the way so a minute of the four additional minutes has been played France certainly pushing for the winning goal Hungary just trying to repel them and get their first point in this so-called group of death they gave uh, Portugal a decent game until the closing stages they led the world champions until the 66th minute and Griezmann's leveller France now looking to complete the turnaround but they are just by the centre circle at the moment and again faced by that wall of red it's been so well organised, so well drilled that France have found it difficult to penetrate in this second half they had more opportunities in the first half which they didn't take but Hungary doing a good job and the finish line is in sight two minutes of injury time left to negotiate for Marco Rossi's side it's a long ball forwards from Rafael Varane up goes Luca Dina, breaks on the edge of the area what can Lamar do with this? He's again forced backwards, so they're going to build again. Benjamin Pavard, 10 yards outside the box, his attempted cross is blocked by Cherry for Hungary. Now the header clear from Ottila Soloy, but it's coming back at them. Pavard to Mbappe, couple of steppos from him, has worked it infield to N'Golo Conte, still about five yards outside the Hungarian area. Looks for the give and go with Pavard, and then Conte goes over after a challenge comes in from Ottila Fiola. And uh, Michael Oliver, I think, is going to give a free kick here. So France will have one last chance after the man who scored the goal for Hungary to put them in front leapt in on Angolo Conte. And is he going to be made to pay for this with barely a minute of stoppage time left? Yeah, it's down the right-hand side for France. It's in the left-back spot for Hungary, about five yards away from the corner flag. About four yards away from the touchline, Griezmann's on it, this is going to be an in-swinger, every single player is in the box. This is it then for France, you'd have thought, with just a minute of stoppage time left to play, it's 1-1 at the moment, Griezmann is stood over it, congested penalty area for him to aim for, Griezmann's ball in, Galacci got a fist to it, wasn't the most convincing of clearances, and there's a head injury in there, so play is stopped, Michael Oliver tells the French players, it's OK, I will add on the time, because... They're worried that Andre Bocca might have been playing for this. We're just seeing a replay of it now, and uh, well, he may have just taken a boot to the head as he fell under pressure from Kimpembe. But it wasn't the most convincing piece of work from Galachi, but it did the job. 
Yeah, he just gets it out of the danger area. He's four yards out. Punches, slaps it, gets it away from where it needs to be. The two of the hungry players down, holding their heads. Medical staff are on. The players are just getting a drink while they can. There's not long left in this game. Marco Rossi, the uh, man in charge. Oh, we've just seen that there's a potential penalty check taking place at the moment. So Michael Oliver has been instructed to halt play and halt the restart while he receives instructions from Chris Kavanagh, who is the video assistant referee. On our screen, potential penalty check is what is being shown. Not sure what it is for at the moment. The check is over, so there won't be a penalty but uh, maybe an anxious moment there <laughs> for the Hungarian team uh, and all of the supporters. They were probably unaware of it. France, though, are back in possession. We played the four additional minutes. We are into stoppage time in stoppage time. Lamar, left, pokes in across. Danger here, Giroud! No, it wasn't Giroud. It was Varane who got up. He heads it wide. And I think that's the full-time whistle. And Hungary celebrate. They have taken a point off the world champions France Peter Galacci clenching his fist the Hungary goalkeeper you've been listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020 coming up in an hour from now we'll have Portugal against Germany and later on we'll have Spain against Poland you won't want to miss it TSN Radio is the official home of Euro 2020 champions live here